I am here for you. I am here for you. Always being there for yourself. Always having your own back. Always speaking your truth. Never betraying yourself. Standing up for yourself when appropriate. Having healthy boundaries. Giving yourself the self-care of your needs when you need to rest, when you need to eat. Simple things like that. You know, being there for yourself is critical part of living a quality, fulfilling life. In today's busy world, how can we find the inspiration, knowledge, and energy to live a healthy and empowered life? If we balance and harmonize our mind, exercise our body, live according to the laws of nature, and connect to spirit, can we find a way to heal, become our authentic self, and live our purpose with love? I am your hostess, Amy Fournier, and welcome back to Awakening Aphrodite. Welcome back to Awakening Aphrodite. This show is all about helping you to be more fit and healthy in mind, body, and spirit, as well as to tap into your intuition, your true source of power, and awaken your authentic self. Today is a fast Friday because they come out on Fridays and they're fast. There are many episodes with just me as an extra bonus for you, as a way to hopefully help inspire you, make you feel, hmm, supported, and maybe a little optimistic or encouraged, or maybe even learn something interesting that's new. I hope you enjoy the episode. They're always very different. I take a a broad range of topics that I pull from uh, on my travels, just uh, anything that fits that bill of being interesting, inspiring, and educational. So today I'm just going to share with you uh, just some notes I took from a really cool workshop I took a year or two ago that was put on by Dr. Zach Bush, who's the triple certified, uh, board certified physician. I mean, he's just a phenomenal giant in the world of holistic health and wellness and uh, just the whole mind, body, spirit movement. He's just an incredible human being, just crazy smart. And I did take one of his mental health webinars on mental health. And uh, I had taken some notes, and I want to share with you the four tips that they had given to help people uh, basically address um, and improve uh, their mental health, just kind of like how they're feeling. Because, you know, we there's kind of like a current of, unfortunately, there's kind of like a low-grade current of anxiety going around a lot of the world right now with this post-pandemic life that we're all living and, you know, just seems like this chronic state of like anxiety that everybody has about God knows what. Um, So this might help you. I'm hoping it does. And of course, feel free to share it uh, with someone that you think might help. And it's really simple. So the first thing that they recommended to do was just take a deep breath and tune in to what you're feeling. (laughs) You know, it's not fancy, but it's like, what am I feeling? It's amazing how oftentimes we don't even know what we're feeling. We just know like we're just not feeling good. But what are you feeling (laughs) rather than what you're not feeling? Well, I don't feel good, but what do you feel? And you'll find that if you have a hard time articulating what the actual word is that you're feeling, that's part of the problem. But it's also the first step to the solution. It's about getting in touch with your body and your spirit emotionally to know what you're feeling. You can't feel better if you don't identify the problem to therefore know the appropriate way to fix it, right? So rather than using general terms like, well, I feel bad. (laughs) It's like, what does that mean? It's like, well, does your foot hurt? Are you hungry? Uh, 
Are you bored? Is it, you said something nasty to your friend yesterday? I mean, there's a lot of ways to feel bad, right? Uh, you didn't get enough sleep? I mean, try to be as specific as possible and maybe even like what you're feeling in your body to take it a step further. So the first tip tip would be to really identify, articulate specifically what you're feeling and feel it in your body. Like I'm just feeling really lonely or I'm just feeling really overwhelmed or, 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 or whatever. Second, it's okay for you to feel that way. <laughs> so this is powerful. You're validating your feelings. And something to remember is your feelings are not to be judged no matter what they are. No matter what they are, feelings are meant to be felt, not intellectualized. You have a right to feel whatever you're feeling. I grew up in a family that was very loving and well-meaning, but was told pretty much my whole life not, quote unquote, not to feel that way because it made the people who took care of me uncomfortable to see me uncomfortable, of course, out of love. They didn't want me to be upset or, you know, usually something silly, right? Like if I'm six years old and Sally pushed me or took my doll or whatever, and I was mad at her and my caretaker might've said, well, you know, don't feel that way. You're okay. It's just a doll or whatever. You know, they didn't want me to feel bad, but I was told constantly in my life not to feel a certain way. And again, well-meaning, but it really kind of comprehensively that with some other stuff, not to get off on a tangent, but led me to really detaching from my body and my feelings and just basically severing that, that intuitive connection I had in validation to what my feelings were telling me about my needs. Because feelings tell needs, right? Feelings are revealing something to you about what's like a hot spot or whatever. So identify what you're feeling and then remind or tell yourself it's okay for you to feel that way no matter how it is. No matter how bad or embarrassing or terrible you're going to label it as being. It's okay to feel that way because if, if, particularly if you had a hard time with number one, like you had a hard time like articulating what you're feeling, then you probably, number two is resonating with you. So it might be why you have trouble knowing what you feel. That was like me for like five years. Like I didn't really know how I felt because I hadn't been listening for so long. My body just kind of stopped. That, that connection was severed. So telling yourself it's okay to feel that way is critical critical. And then the step three is also critical. Soothing yourself is that then the next step. And to remember that this is not going to come from an outside source. Looking for the knight in shining armor or for the nice cuddly mommy with the big lap and cookies to soothe you is not likely going to happen. <laughs> okay. And for you to, first of all, it's not fair to look to someone else to do that for you, but it also really perpetuates a feeling of helplessness and certainly a lack of being empowered or sovereign over your own experience, right? We don't want to have to look to others to give us what we need all the time, certainly not in this regard. So step three is telling yourself, you're safe now. You're safe now. You're safe now. Or some version of that because what it always comes down to with any kind of emotional situation or trauma I've mentioned this many times on my show. It seems to be a theme, safety. We all need to feel safe. You can't feel 
unless you feel safe. It's not, if it's not safe to feel, you're not going to feel. You're going to put up your defenders, right? That's when we go on the offensive as a way of being defensive, right? And, uh, oh God, I'm not going to be vulnerable with you and really expose my feelings at the risk of being ostracized, made fun of, judged, condemned, or whatever. If I don't feel safe, if I feel you're going to judge me or, you know, say, react in that way. So giving yourself that safety, and even if it's just telling yourself, you're safe now, it's safe to feel. And, you know, the saying, you can't feel what you don't heal. So if we want to get to healing, we got to first feel. And if we want to feel, we've got to set the groundwork of feeling safe. And lastly, telling yourself, I'm here for you. I am here for you. I'm here for you. Always being there for yourself. Always having your own back. Always speaking your truth. Never betraying yourself. Standing up for yourself when appropriate. Having healthy boundaries. Giving yourself the self-care of your needs. When you need to rest. When you need to eat. When you need to go pee. And someone's just going to have to wait a minute because you've got to empty your bladder. You know, simple things like that. I need to have some fun or I need some private time or mommy needs to go do yoga or whatever it is. You know, being there for yourself is critical part of living a quality, fulfilling life. How often do we abandon ourselves? I know I have most of my life and I'm really trying to turn that around with awakening Aphrodite, that's for sure. So these four tips, I'll just add, not only apply to your own mental health management and maintenance, but also to anybody else. So you can apply them if someone's coming to you in an emotional situation, you know, asking them what they're feeling, validating them, telling them it's okay for you to feel that way, or I get it, yeah, you know, it makes sense. It might be illogical, it might be irrational, it might be crazy, it might be embarrassing, it doesn't matter, but it's okay. And telling them, you're safe now, you're safe now, or even if you're just the safe ear and the safe haven for them to confide in and have another person share in what they're going through, giving them that safety is a huge gift. And lastly, just telling them that you're there for them. I might not be able to fix your problem, I might not be able to fix your relationship issue or the fact you hate your job or give you money or whatever it is. I might might not even live near you, but we're on the phone together and I'm listening to you and I'm holding space for you. And therefore I'm demonstrating I am here for you. And we all need people that are there for us. So these four tips apply not only to ourselves for ourselves, but for others. And, uh, I took a lot of liberties with that, but basically, again, it was on that mental health course that I took and uh, added my own little pieces to it. But um, regardless, I hope it helps you. And uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing to the show, leaving a review and sharing it with a friend. And don't forget, you can jump on my email list to hear more from me two times a month. I'll see you next time on Awakening Aphrodite. Would you like to support my mission to help empower people all over the world to be all of who they truly are? If so, please subscribe to the show, leave a review on iTunes, and share it with a friend. And if you're looking to take immediate action to align your energy and optimize your health, visit amyfournier.com. Thanks for listening to Awakening Aphrodite. Let's awaken her together in you. 
I'm your hostess, Amy Fournier, and I already can't wait to be with you again and for you to hear what I have planned for the next show. Thanks for listening to Awakening Aphrodite with Amy Fournier. To learn more about Amy, check out her website, amyfournier.com. That's A-M-Y-F-O-U-R-N-I-E-R.com. You can also check out Amy's live and on-demand virtual fitness and yoga classes and sign up for her newsletter to receive a free mini ebook of three of her top tips for making holistic health a lifestyle. Again, that's amyfournier.com and get your ebook sent to your email immediately. Connect with Amy on the daily on Instagram at fitamytv, F-I-T-A-M-Y-T-V, and watch many of the podcast episodes and subtopic clips on her YouTube channel, which is also fitamytv. Enjoy, and we'll see you next time on Awakening Aphrodite.